Welcome to Slacker Motor Radio with Brad and Addison. Based out of the Pacific Northwest, we're talking motorcycles and the motorcycle community, and we're excited to have this hour with you. Here we go. Hey, Brad, how you doing? I'm doing good. How's Edison doing? Oh, I'm good, and I'm glad we're starting just like we always do. <laughs> People are probably tired of that. I, You know what? I think they are. Just like the, here we go. I actually hear that people like that part of the intro. Ooh. Heard that from a few people, that their favorite part is that stupid, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> just there the music, they just play it over and, and over again. Yeah, okay. here's that extra one we threw in just for the fun of it. Okay. But, uh, so this week, we've had a couple awesome discussions about the one show in the past. Okay. If you go back, what, three and then two episodes ago, you'll get to hear about basically anything and everything we had to say about it, both the show as a whole and then the bikes of the show. Yeah. Uh, as well as the opinions of some other buddies that went with us and, and some people that we had on the show. So you'll get that. And then, uh, of course, a quick discussion on the uh, the International Auto Show that has motorcycles. So worth a listen to if you want to hear about kind of what happens at the car show for motorcycles. Sounds like it was fun. Um, you can go back. Yep. Great time. It always is a good time. Yeah. But uh, this week, we're going to kind of bring it back down a notch. And we're going to talk a little bit about, and we'll just get right into it because it has to do with what we did in the weekend. Talk a little bit about simple tasks that become hard on a motorcycle. Okay. So to intro into this, Brad, have you ever done anything on a bike that you thought would take 10 minutes but took a couple hours? Or car? I mean, we're just talking mechanic work in general. Oh, yeah. DIY yeah. work. A lot of it's because I've done, for me, the, the first example that comes to mind is doing the top end of the Ford pickup. Versus the top end of my Nissan Xterra. Now, okay. there's obviously some differences there. A lot of new technology in the Nissan. When I had done the Ford, I mean, it was pretty straightforward. And, I mean, I had my, my Hanes there, and you just walked through it and took it apart. Did a lot of other cleanup work, prep work. Did a lot of other things that I didn't do on the Nissan. But, you know, I was able to do that in a, in a couple days, get it back going. The, the Xterra took significantly longer. So... I've been there. I knew it was going to take longer, though. But, uh, yeah, it was a little disappointing to have that stretch out as long as it did. Yeah, no, I hear you on this. So, thank you. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. Because that's, we've heard, I've, I've talked about the uh, street triple that I got. Yeah. And I don't know if I've mentioned it on the air or not, but had a little bit of a early rattle at cold start from the cam chain. Okay. Um, you started up, and for the first minute let's say a little longer than a lot of people say they have about a five second rattle and it goes away yeah. almost immediately but mine lasted until it started to warm up yeah you mentioned that i heard it um and yeah you came out and actually heard it at, after not believing came and listened and said yeah there's something there it, i don't know what it is but there was something whether or not it was what you thought it was okay. went uh you know went to went basically purchased a, a manual can chain tensioner which is a common solution for this right the book um, that you bought right yeah yeah yeah, that's its own story there, but uh, ended up ordering a cam chain tensioner, and at some point in transit, before it reached my lockbox, yeah, um, yeah, got switched out for a book. So if anybody needs a copy of The Cabin in the Woods, yeah, I have a copy. I'm willing to just give it to anybody that wants it. So Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Fact, I'm surprised you still have it. In fact, that that's the next, the next event we do live somewhere. Yeah. That's going to be the gift for the first person that finds us, <laughs> is they can have the cam chain tensioner that is a cabin in the woods. You got to put it in a box that looks like a full like part, though. 
Oh, I know. I like it. I'm into this. Okay. That's the next gift from us. People are going to be so stoked <laughs> to be there. I can give this away. <laughs> we'll sign it, too. You'll have an autographed copy from A Cabin in the Woods. Not by the author, by us. Okay. But nonetheless, anyway. With that's, words that... of wisdom written on the inside. I think that's fair. I like it. <laughs> I'm glad we just planned this. Oh, man. I, I'm into this. So look, look for us next time we're at an event. We'll let you know where that is. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless... The uh, finally got the right part, right? So there's an APE. I'll give them some props. Okay. APE camp chain tension. APE does some awesome race work. They'll if you send in your, you know, your heads, you send in anything you want. They'll machine it, the crank, whatever you need done. They'll okay. do the work, send it back. But they also sell some parts that they produce in more no- numbers, higher numbers, right? Higher volume. One of them is the camp chain tension. Right. So they make it for a number of bikes, including my bike. So I picked that up. They sent me the right one after that whole snafu. And I went to install it this weekend. And uh, you look online, pretty simple process. Basically, you take off the crank cover. Okay. You, you know, jam a socket or something, something large in between the tensioner guide. Okay. And the crank case. Okay. So that it holds it taut. You remove the old can chain tensioner, you install the new one. Right. Now, for a manual, it's a little more, it's an art more than a science. Which right. I struggle with, and we can get into this. I know you want to. Okay. You chop it at the bit, yeah, but hold on. Let me finish the story. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's more of an art. But anyway, you install the new one, and then you put the, you, you rotate it to make sure the installation went well, and then you put the cover back on, and boom, you're ready to go. Yeah. It should have been minutes. that easy. I mean, yeah. 10 seconds. I mean, so that's how fast it was. Basically, on the it. books, they say it's a 15-minute job. Most okay. people online say for a first-timer, schedule a half hour. Yeah. That's generally my rule of thumb. Schedule double if I've never done it before. Right. This was redonkulous, man. Everything that could have... That's not true. It could have gone a heck of a lot worse. But a lot of things that could have gone wrong went wrong. And it became a little headache. So, nonetheless, I I go to do this. I pull the cover off, simple enough. And the gasket is just one with the case. Cover comes off easy. It comes right off. No problems, no issues. Somebody has had that off to turn the crank before because the cover came right off. But the gasket was definitely permanently attached. Wait, wait, wait. Why would somebody have it off to turn the crank? Uh, valve job. Okay. And so they wouldn't replace the gasket? You would think so, but it doesn't look like they did. Because I know this was only done very recently. Uh-huh. And this uh, gasket was just fused to the ca- crank case. Right. But there was no remnants of it on the cover. There were slight remnants. Slight. It tore a little bit of the paper. It's a paper gasket. Okay. So it tore a little bit of that off. But it came off super easy. Nonetheless, on the crank cover, it was it was permanently fused. Okay. And so I, you know, tried to kind of finagle it, be real careful to reuse it, because I didn't have one on hand. Yeah. Because everyone online says, oh, yeah, this same gasket will work 100 times. I just reused the old one, never had a problem, never had a leak. Yeah. Yeah, there was no having it. It, it immediately cracked. At that point, I know better than to even try, so I just... So you took it off of the crankcase side? Yeah. So oh. I, I peeled it off. So here's the reason. To okay. jam a socket in between, there is an overlap on the inner rim that to jam that socket in, it would have bent and tore it anyway. Okay. So I need, I mean, I would have destroyed it one way or the other. If I could have finagled it off in one piece, I could have reused it. Whatever. I think it's a good opportunity to replace the gasket. So yeah. I, okay. I, I would have off, wanted to do that anyway. Had to, you know, got my gasket scraper and had to clean off all the bolt holes were where it was sealed. Sure. Makes sense. That's yeah. where the pressure points uh-huh. are. Yeah. Cleaned it all up. But then I noticed that the cover that came off was still holding the pin that holds the valve, sorry, not the valve, the cam chain tensioner guide. Okay. So the guide is pinned up top, 
with the cam chain tensioner that pushes it against the chain. Yep. Right? It's basically just a spring-loaded item that shoves this plastic piece. Yep. Yep. Shoves a plastic piece against the chain. And on the bottom, it's it rotates on a small little pin that goes through the, the guide into the case. Yep. And then also holds onto the cover on the outside. Yep. And that's kind of what the bridge that holds the cam chain tensioner guide. Yeah. Um, but it came out with the cover. Because I was trying to figure out what this knob... You know, this big stick coming out the inside of this cover was. And I realized at that point that the lower end of the can chain tensioner blade was loose. So this freaked me out. Okay. Right? Because okay. now we're looking at a loose, right? The whole point is to hold it taut so you don't have to worry about it slipping or jumping a tooth or any of this. Right. Now I pulled it out and it slipped right back in where it needed to go. So there was no problem there. Um, so you marked term. the chain... Marked the chain. You marked the chain. Didn't need to mark the chain. Well, so you, you're you're holding all the tension, but you marked the chain, and that way you know that you can put it back in there. I'm just curious. Did you mark the chain? No. Okay. The chain stayed where it was. Okay. So, but what I did, I just slipped that pin back in to hold the guide blade. Yeah. Okay. And then I shoved the socket in to hold it taut, and then I removed the old tensioner, okay. put the new tensioner in. But now I'm gasketless. And I know better than just to mate the two surfaces. Oh, so yeah, now we I'm had an episode about that, too. Yep, you need the right gasket. So I'm making phone calls left and right to try to find an OEM gasket. Yeah. Finally found one, was able to pick it up Sunday. Yep. Uh, thank Three you, Latest Motors. Cost. Okay. Oh, yeah. They were able to get one quickly for me. Yeah. I don't know. They've got, I'm sure, partnership, dealerships, or people they were able to get it from. I don't know how they got it. Oh, but in they Gladstone? Were, yep, in Gladstone. Okay. They were able to get one for me, so I made a run Sunday after church to grab it so I could reinstall everything. So I'm at the point now that I got the cover back together, Yeah. and I haven't quite fired up because I did that just this morning before work. Uh, I didn't want to fire it up and wake everybody up in the morning. So I'll get home tonight and check it all, make sure everything's good. I'm sure I'll have to readjust, but getting to what I know you want to talk about is the, the cam chain. We'll get into that about the readjustments that I need to still make. Okay. But I just couldn't believe this job that should have been cover off, jam it in, take it out, put the new one in, remove the jam, put the cover on. And move on. Okay, okay. So you just told the story, and, and there was a couple op, a couple times that it sounded like maybe it was a real. I mean, you said everything went wrong that could go wrong, without catastrophe. Now, in, but please, yeah. but please say so. Okay, so you had the gasket, having to buy a new gasket. Okay, had to that remove sucks, the old but gasket. There's always there's a risk that you're going to have to do that. Okay, clean up the old gasket. Ten and, minutes. and then it falling apart. That was the other problem. So it was concerning. Yes. So right, the whole point of jamming a socket or something into there to hold the tension on the blade mm -hmm. is that the blade holds tension when what holds the blade in place at the bottom comes loose or comes why did out, it come loose it's a great question how i don't know doesn't make a ton of sense came out with the the cover maybe there was a reason why this bike was for sale yeah i'm not too worried about that came out with the cover <laughs> and, uh, well, and so the problem I had is I'm sitting on my phone. I don't have my work computer right at home at this point. I'm sitting on my phone. I'm Googling. I'm on, I use Tapatalk for a lot of, um, forums. I'm oh. hunting forums. I'm hunting the internet, looking for anybody that's like, you know, is this going to cause a problem with possible timing adjustments? Is this going to cause any slip? Is this going to do anything? Has anyone ever seen this before? And at home, I cannot find a soul that's had this problem. 
wait, I can wait, find people. But why that was forgot, this? I'm still trying to have an understanding of why this was a big deal. So here's why. Because I can find a whole bunch of people that have reported and shown pictures and verified that by not blocking the tensioner, mm-hmm. that the cam guide will fall back enough that because it's a triple, there's always tension. There's always a piston that's either in compression or in some form of tension, right? That triple doesn't, there's never a top dead center, like a, a four, right? There's two down, two up. They're all kind of at, at rest. Okay. Right, but with triple, one of them is always pushing some pressure. Okay. There's never a moment that it's just sitting happily not in some form of pressure. Okay. Right? So there's always some resistance in the system. And I found many, yeah, many, five or six people that have mentioned that they didn't do the block, the guide, or the other thing a lot of people do is zip tie the two chains together, the two sides of the chain together, to hold them taut. I've seen people that didn't do this, and then when they removed the old guide, they heard a ping, and then they pulled the valve, and then didn't know what that was, and either fired the bike up and crashed the piston to a valve, or were smart enough to go proactively and look at the timing and notice that one of the cam gears has shifted a tooth or two. Okay. So what I got worried about is suddenly there's no tension in the bottom corner. Did I get off time? Right. If that can happen at the top, can it happen at the bottom? Now, I'll post pictures of what this looks like. Okay. On, uh, we'll go ahead and just use the Patreon page. That's where we seem to be posting most of our stuff anyway. But um, in reality, that lower pinhole that goes into the case and into the cover mm-hmm. is basically locked against, I mean, there's a millimeter or two to the case on the outer side of it. And it's also right up against where it meets the gear on the inner side of it. Okay. So there's a couple millimeters maybe on either side. So even though it was loose, the slop at the bottom, the tension on the top kept it tight mm-hmm. with the tensioner pushing in the center where you've got all that give in the chain, right? Where it can flex. Okay. Kept that taut and the bottom didn't have enough room to actually wiggle. You know, if I would have removed at that point, would have removed the cam chain tensioner without blocking it. Or re-putting the pin in or any of the above, mm-hmm. then the highest chance is actually that the whole guide blade would have fallen out, right? Fallen down and out, and I guaranteed would have dropped a tooth or two. At that point, that's how you remove and replace the chain, you know? I would have ended up with the chain just flopping. So so the manual says nothing about a process for this, or it did? For the pin, it doesn't mention anything. That the pin would come out, or make sure you support the pin, or hold the pin, or... Which kind of gave me comfort, right? If that's a necessity in the in the job to ensure that you don't let that pin move, yeah. it would be in the manual, right? Mm-hmm. Verify that the pin remains the whole time or something to that effect. The manual will always say. And it didn't. But it did definitely say that you have to block the chain. Well, it says cable tie the chain. Same idea as the socket. So you cable tied it. I used the socket idea. Easy enough. It's the same thing. I push a socket against it. It holds it taut. Move on. Okay. Not a big deal. Um... But yeah, it may, so for two days, right, I'm stressing out. Did I jump timing? And unfortunately, on a sport bike like this, the job to get to the valve cover and check the timing is quite a job. Yeah. It's no longer a get it done in the evening, in the morning. It's a, I need a day to do this. Yeah. Right, I got to remove the tank, remove the airbox, remove the plenums, remove everything, all the harnesses, the ECU, then pull the valve cover, then check. Might as well customize it at that point. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you, you might as well just pull the tank cover off and do whatever you want up there. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. And so that's the stress that I had, is I didn't really want to get that deep into it. Finally, 
at lunch today, madly rifling through articles, I did find a string, a thread on a forum where multiple people have had this same occurrence. Right. And there are zero negative effects. As long as you put the pin back in. There was one guy that apparently thought it was an extra part. Played that game of, I have extra screws. And thankfully asked on the forum what that does before he fired the bike up. Just had to take the case off, put that back in, and he was fine. But (sighs) that was a concerning piece of the thread for a minute where I was like, oh, buddy, if you have a dowel pin like that and you don't put it in. Because that's what he just thought it was an extra dowel. Ah, the case is just an extra. The case covers on anyway. Well, he just thought he didn't put a dowel on, but the case is in anyway, so who cares, right? Yeah. The gasket's in the right place and the case is on. No biggie. But it was much more than a dowel. That one actually supports the guide blade. Um, but nonetheless, interesting conversations on these forums on it, but confirmed to me that it shouldn't be an issue. So I'm okay. definitely not not concerned. Now I know you want to ask about a manual cam chain tensioner. So let's open this up. To the forum, a.k.a. Brad. A.k.a. Brad. Okay. Okay, so why didn't you just... So how many miles are on the bike? 12,000 miles. Okay, so you could have just replaced it with an OEM. Yes. Right, I'm sure the cost was more. So the cost was more, and the service life, according to other owners, is between 4,000 and 20,000 miles. Okay, and what's the function of the cam chain tensioner? To keep tension on the cam chain. So over time, what happens? Why does it have to... So in the first, let's say, one to 3,000 miles, there's a significant stretch on a brand new chain. Okay. And from there, it will slowly, and I mean very slowly, continue to stretch or wear the guides in such that you need to increase the tension ever so slightly. And so the stock OEM uh, cam chain tensioner does not have the throw to handle that adjustment? So the stock does... There is a known issue on the Triumph OEM that it sticks and or slips. Which sounds like it's the same for every OEM. So it's a pretty common issue. Um, the hydraulic ones all start to stick after time. Yamaha's renowned for it. Their FC09 series, aka XSR, FJ09, that whole setup. They are on their fourth iteration of a cam chain tensioner. And they've had they've actually just recalled the previous three. But people are still, if you look at the forums, having issues with number four. Okay. So they have yet to resolve the problem significantly. So what will often happen... So my there's multiple cam chain tensioner options. Right. The most common on a motorcycle are spring and hydraulic. Okay. So the hydraulic basically runs through a tube. It runs off of basic oil pressure, fills up in there, and pushes the guide forward till it locks into the right spot. Keeps a constant pressure of oil okay. to push on it, and it'll lock in the spot. What happens there is whether it's gunk, whether it's older oil, whether it's just over time, there's more seepage and less of a seal. It doesn't get quite enough pressure to actually keep tension on that chain. So that's the common cause with the hydraulic cam chain tensioners is they don't have the right seals, the pressure drops, and it can't hold the pressure internally to press against the chain. That's Sounds a like co- a ridiculous OEM problem. It's I don't a problem with cars it. after 100,000 to 200,000 miles as well. Okay. Cam chain tensioners are something that you have to replace from time to time. Yes. The spring-based ones, the common problem in automotive is that the springs start to lose tension. Okay. But, or the throw gets so much, it wears out enough that you have to replace the chain tensioner and the chain. Right. Just because if you're in there, why not? Um, But on a bike, what happens is it's this very specifically designed circlip, basically. And it'll basically allow it to go to a certain, certain distance, and it'll click into a spot and hold that spot. 
Okay. Um, and basically what that's doing now, and then in the back end, there's a spring pushing that, that nubbin against the cam nubbin. chain guide. Yep. Very technical. I know. Well, I was trying to think of the best way to say it. Okay. Basically a little rod that pushes against it with a little nipple on the end. The nubbin nipple. Uh, I'm just, I mean, it is what it is. Okay. Um, and what happens is that spring will continue to push and that's fine, but the little recesses that hold it or allow it to click will stick and either not push forward, the circlip gets stuck in there from dirt, grime, and wear, because that is now wearing every time it clicks. Okay. You're getting a little bit of extra material, right? You never have metal on metal without a little transfer of material. Right. Right? Um, so it'll basically do that. And once it hits a certain throw on that spring, which tends to be kind of normal service life between 10,000 and 30,000 miles on most of these Triumph street triples... And Daytonas and all these 675s, they start to show basically two different signs. First, it starts as a cold start noise. Okay. And from there, it becomes a constant noise. So basically, it goes cold start, and then it'll start having a six to 8,000 mile or 8,000 RPM range noise. Oh, and then okay. it's a permanent noise. So that's kind of the, the stretch of it. And so you were at the early onset. Early on. But I can also tell you at six to eight, there was a vibration. And I don't know, because I haven't fired the bike up and run it yet since doing this, whether this will solve that vibration. Okay. But according to other people, it seems to run smoother after doing a manual cam, tension, cam chain tensioner. Okay. Now, I know where you're going with this, so go for it. I don't know where I'm going. I'm just, I'm making sure that everybody this, understands the process of what a cam chain tensioner yeah. does, for one. Sure. And then, so now we understand that there is an inherent flaw. Now, typically OEMs for cars, if they have anything similar to this, the interval for service on it is at the same time as the chain itself. Correct. Or the timing belt. Now, I know that there's two different systems there. I get it. But that's typically what they want to do. They don't want to have to tear into it Correct. at two different intervals. And if they do, that becomes the new timing belt or timing chain replacement And if you look at interval. the... At this many miles, it seems very premature. Yes, it is. And for the cam chain, it is. Looking at the cam chain, it's in awesome condition. The gears are in awesome condition. There's no issues there. It's just the tensioner itself. I'm just a guy that likes to understand the problem. Now, yep. I understand that you've kind of discussed some of those, but this bike, the way that it was handled, the care and love that it received previously, it doesn't make sense that you'd be in this situation. Now, it has low miles. Who knows if it was run with older oil, caused things to stick more, right? I don't know what happened in its history. Right. That it could be that for a while it had bad oil, old oil. It could be that the oil in it is not the specific... Mobile One. I know my previous Triumph was very particular in what it wanted. Mm-hmm. It could be that this is not the specific Mobile One 4T racing, and this is the... So you tried that oil. first before you decided no. to replace this? No, I'm not worried about it. Okay. Which would have made sense, but I don't get that. No. That's just as expensive as the cam chain tensioner. Okay. So the cam chain tensioner <laughs> is designed to apply a certain amount of tension throughout the lifespan now, of... That. With the spring-based, it's a millimeter and a half between each each um, recess. So there's basically a millimeter and a half love right. on each and of these. And then it'll adjust and over And then once it gets to that, no, once it reaches that next notch, it'll click in and you're back. Now you're at full tension. Okay. And there's no way to... So there to... is an art to that as well, although it's scientifically manufactured to where it only allows worst to best. They, worst to best. They design that. Worst to right? best. And you could have been on the threshold of adjusting. I could have been. And okay. I tried to push it. I tried to pull the nut out, give it an extra click, and it seemed pretty forceful. And that's something that you should be able to give an extra click? You should not have to, but you can. 
You okay. can service the cam chain tensioner. You can replace the circlip. You can do a couple things to make sure that it's fresh. Okay. But everything I read is that you just come back to the same problem sooner the next time. Okay. Right? If it had an issue, you put a Band-Aid on it, and you're going to just have it in half the time you had it last time. Okay. So, so the Holy Grail... There's this thing called a manual cam chain. So it's not necessarily a holy grail, but it is because because I thought a the different question, bandaid, a stronger bandaid. It depends how you consider it a bandaid. It's more like physical therapy. Oh, because you have to continually monitor it. Okay. So that's the difference here. Because I thought the question you were going to ask me is, if this is so good, why isn't this what it comes with? Right, uh, and that's coming. I'm working okay. my way through, and right? I can tell you. Guaranteed, the reason this is, is because all bike manufacturers these days are looking to extend each service interval as far out as possible. Right. And if your answer is, after the first 500, check the manual cam, cam chain tensioner. And then after the first 1,000, check it again. And after the first 3,000, check it again. And then you should be good for 10,000. Right. Now, but you're at a service versus reliability debate. Is it better to have to service your bike and never have a problem or to run it based on the OEM's suggested service interval and start having these noises and things come up and have to visit the the dealership or your service station to, replace to the be cancer. able to get this fixed, right? Well, what is better? And I would suggest that I'd rather do my maintenance yep. and have to do something every so often. So that's my thought. It With a group, a population of people that, not all, but many are willing to do these things on their own and they're going to. Yep. Right? So I'm I'm still I'm still a little bit So that's my direction I'm going. Okay. Um now the art of it that's beyond science is basically you'll finger tight. And when I say finger tight, I don't mean you know, you're going finger tight as tight as you can go. Right. Once you feel resistance, that's it. If so this feel... is not something that can be measurable. This is what bothers me about this whole touchy feely thing. With man. a millimeter and a half of difference on the cam chain pressure, that's okay. You just said that it wasn't okay, that it was a pain. If you if you have this high and low and it has a hard time and it's low. Sure. Right? Well, the issue isn't necessarily that it has a hard time. The issue is it's not clicking forward to the next click. I understand that, but it's starting to make the slapping sound. So what happens when you over-tighten it? What are the symptoms? So you can do – it'll whine. You'll get a very different sound, more of a whine, and you basically the chain will be stressed as it goes around. Okay. And if you over-tighten, you are in a much worse boat. So – We'll get into the disclaimers here in a minute. We don't want to go too long on this one, but because it's very technical. I know we're getting a little bit technical. That's but, what this episode is. But I hope everybody's into this because I know I was over the weekend and, in fact, losing sleep over it. Friggin' gasket. Um, <laughs> you found one. I got one. And Light life is good. Bad. And tomorrow I can ride. I can't believe they had one. Anyway. I can't believe they were able to get one. I mean, I can. They should have it. It's a relatively common service item. Yeah, and that case comes off Harley, when you're doing anything. I guess they are Triumph. Harley Triumph. They are Triumph. Yeah, they okay, do Triumph. I'm sorry. I was still but stuck it, on the time where they I were... Cool. I was going to Beaverton, so I would have gone to Cascade just out of simplicity, except they're not open on Sunday, so I couldn't get there. Mm-hmm. Like, and I wasn't going to do that at lunch today, tell you that much, go to Beaverton. Nonetheless, the uh, the art of it is, is you'll run it in finger tight, so you kind of you measure where your last one was, okay. and you run this to the same distance. So okay. I have my... So you'll know out. it's just as bad as it was. So it's exactly in the same bad spot, but not bad enough to grenade, right? Right. We know it's running. Right. So I started there, and then basically I could feel that it went half a turn more okay. before I felt really any resistance in the bolt. Right. So I went that half a turn, and then you turn the crank from the crank bolt that you've already removed the case for, that you need a gasket for, buy the gasket before you do the job, 
<laughs> and then you turn that bolt. Zip tie it so you don't have to worry about the gasket getting certain, damaged. That, no, that. I hate you for that answer because that's actually a better answer. I didn't think about that. Okay. I wanted to do the socket one so bad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have worked. <laughs> and I probably could have salvaged the gasket. Interesting point. I'll do that next time. Um, <laughs> dang it. Where were you on Friday night? I don't know. You could have called me. The, <laughs> so you turn the crank and you rotate the engine. Yeah. And there's certain points where, right, you get more compression and less compression and more stress and less stress. Okay. So I could feel basically, I think I got another maybe half turn yeah. as I would in certain moments. That if you ever felt any spot where you lost that tension, you'd just go till you kissed. Right. And then once you get it right there, you remove a quarter turn, which you is easy it. enough. Because we were talking about this debate, yep. whether some people have... Stated you do have to do that, and other people have said you don't have to do so that. So, the manual says you do, and let me tell you why. Okay. So, I wrote it, and, I, and the answer, the full answer, we can come back next week, and I'll let you know exactly why. Okay. But, or at least my full experience, because I haven't fired the bike up and got it ready yet. I didn't want to do that at 6 in the morning. I felt bad for the family, checking the bike, going for a quick run, coming back, yada, yada, yada. Uh, at 6 a.m., I don't want to be that guy. Okay. I knew I was taking the truck in anyway today because I needed to get some stuff. I have to pick up, anyway, stuff on the way home. It's a whole thing. Okay. It's a whole thing. Ugh. Excuses. I know. Shut up. The uh... <laughs> <laughs> So, you, re- you go back a quarter turn. Okay. Just to loosen it out a quarter turn and then call it good. Yeah. Now, the reason I like that is because what we were just talking about. What happens if it's too tight? Okay. You can really grenade stuff. You can break the chain. Right. You can... How tight is too put tight? Put too much stress. Too tight is tighter than it needs to be. Tight enough oh. that it slaps. There's. It seems like there should be some sort of inch-pound measurement yeah, on this. Yeah, you'd think so. And there probably is that nobody writes down or cares about. I, I Believe me, dude. As an engineer... They I, designed this. That's all I want. Okay. Is I want to put an Allen bit on the end of my thing, on the end of my torque wrench, yep. and click it to three inch-pounds. Yep. If that's all it is, is three inch-pounds, I want to be able to... And no, yep. right? Yeah, I hate this. I, the the freaking crankcase bolts. I did to nine inch or nine newton meters because that's what it asks for, and I do yep. it right. I'm not yep. going to sit here and guess. Yep. I have a torque wrench. I'll use the freaking torque wrench. Right. Nonetheless, buy a torque wrench. Irritating. Yes, that's another another pro tip here. But um, but not for this. But you back it out a quarter inch. <laughs> okay. And then you know you do the lock nut. A quarter. But the reason turn. I like that is quarter turn. Sorry, you're right. Yes. Okay. Quarter turn. I was going to say, how do you measure that? But anyway. Yeah, thank you. Quarter turn. Um, and then when you fire the bike up, I like this because it's either going to be dead on and you're not going to hear anything because you know it was about where it should be and then you even loosened it more. Right. Or you're going to hear slight slapping like I did originally. Okay. And then I can turn the bike off, give it a quarter turn back, fire it up, see what it sounds like, and you can be just on the edge of loose because really loose is better than tight. Okay. Because although loose, you don't want to be super loose where you're slapping... Or you're flopping around. Okay. So what's the damage that is done if it's super loose? If it's super loose, you start eating the case with the outside of the chain. Okay. And so is that, subsequently destroy the is chain. Is that what you're, is happening or is about to happen when you're hearing it Correct. throughout the entire rev range? If you're hearing so you slapping, you are likely a... eating the case okay. in a sm- somewhere. So you had some amount of time. It's unknown because you just bought this bike. Be- but some amount of time before... It would have got to that point. You're really early. Correct. Yes. So I'm, I'm preemptively doing this. I right. probably could have ridden it for another six months before I even got where it was sounding in any part of the rev range. Or three years. Could have been three years. But I, I don't work that way, man. I hear a noise. I stress about a noise. I fix the noise. But now you create more stress. No. Yes. 
I did well during the job. You're stressing yes, now. Days. You still haven't even started it. For three days, I stress out. And I will say, for some reason, that every time I do anything that involves cranks or cams. On a Triumph. On any vehicle. If I pull the heads off of my truck, that initial fire up, mm-hmm. I like delay till the last necessary moment. I was excited. I, I was up at oh, two man, o'clock in the morning. I was going to start it, man. No. It's, I'm, it's make it or break it. Well, then at that's that the point. Problem. And in, in fairness, if I kiss a valve, I'll replace a valve. Yeah. I'm not overly concerned. On a bike that you just barely bought. That I just barely that bought. That you didn't have to do the maintenance on. But I got a pretty good on. deal on, and I didn't have to do the maintenance on. And I'll do I'll do a, a Rob and rebuild the whole thing. Now, Rob, I hope you're listening, because there's a, a shout out to you. You got to wreck it first. <laughs> no, you don't have to. Every <laughs> bike you buy, you, you dig down to the crank, replace all the bearings, and put it back together. I was after he wrecked that he had to do it. Okay, he did it again. I think he did it before and after. He looked at it the first time. Anyway, the whole thing's... Sorry, Rob. As far as I'm concerned, overkill. But if you ever want to buy a used bike, he's got good bikes that are well-maintained. Okay. <laughs> they, uh, but that's what I'm saying. If I have to get that deep into it, I will. Okay. But I just don't... That's not an issue. I'm not worried about it. Don't fix it unless it's broken. It comes to mind. But... If it's braking, I understand fix it. in this case, yes. Because here's braking the Braking is bad. It's a new bike for me. Mm-hmm. I'm having way too much fun on it. Yeah. I'm revving it out pretty good. Yeah. I'm looking to do a track day early this year. Okay. There are a lot of moments that if that starts to get too loose, I do grenade the engine. Right. And they're in the very near future. And right now, well, other than today and the next four days. I know, but you could have the, saved the, the part off-season. for that time. That's fair. And I could have. But. Right. Okay, so oh, no. so I, I believe that it's going to be just fine. It's going to be just fine. I'm not worried about it. It's going to be just fine. I expect. I just hear... don't like this art. This and it's not even an art. There's nothing to show for it other than that it doesn't make. So noise. each quarter turn is a millimeter, right? So and... realistically, even that because basically that's what they say is once you hear it start up again, mm-hmm. give it a quarter turn, and all you're doing is actually adjusting before the automatic would anyway. Okay. Right. And if you look at my '82 Honda, so the the Gladiator yep. and Chicken Wing, whichever one, they're yep. the same. That's all it is, is every 3,000 miles, you loosen the bolt that clamps the spring, mm-hmm. it readjusts the cam chain at top dead center, and you tighten that bolt. And you manually, automatically adjust your cam chain. It's not a quote-unquote manual cam chain tensioner, but you're freaking doing it yourself. Right. And that's why they have tools where somebody has something that you thread into the cylinder or into the spark plug hole. It allows you to get it to top dead center or just beyond or before, whatever the case is yep. in that regard. And then you can do this adjustment Correct. with ease. Okay. So okay. on this one, the nice part I like about the side-mounted cam chain tensioners is you just rotate the engine, and you find the tight. Basically, you find the tightest point. Yeah. And you back it off a quarter turn. Okay. I mean, that's really what you're doing. It's finding the point where it needs the most adjustment. Yeah. Where it gets loose. Yeah. And then you're giving it that little that kiss of one millimeter looseness. Okay. To where you're not going to be too tight. You're not going to be stretching. You're not going to be putting undue stress on it. Right. But you're also not going to be running at 11,000 RPM and slapping the case. Right. So the worst case is you're going to bend a valve. If, oh, if if the cam chain grenades, worst case is I collide a valve into a piston. Okay. Right. Right. I mean, that's okay. really the, the end of it, which is not, that's not a simple thing and that's not awesome or ideal. Okay. But it's fixable. It's resolvable. Right. It's not the end of the world. It's not like I'm going to grenade, grenade a crank and... The engine's going to explode all around me. Right? Okay. Right. Right. It's not going to be the end of the world. And yeah, so you bend I'm not, a valve. It goes on the wall of shame. You cry a little bit. You live and go learn. back to drive it. Riding and the then it's wing. just a race bike. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> at that point, I might as well, you know, upgrade the cams and make it a Daytona 675. Okay. Right? At that point, I might Is that the difference? Oh, it's just the profile of the cam, duration, height. I think so. Yeah, I okay. think it's basically just the timing and cam. Change. Right, right. I'm sure it's been tuned. Yeah, the fuel settings I'm that. sure are different to, to right. Different for that, exhaust, but. obviously. I'm just. But again, it should be mean. the same ECU. I think that's more exciting to talk about than your cam change tensioner. I'm eh, just saying. But that's what I'm saying. Is is worst case scenario? I just hop it up. This is a lot of stress over something that was unnecessary. But that's that's the problem I have, man. That's how this whole conversation started. Was it was freaking easy. Should have been a ten minute job. I gave it a half hour. I get done in 20 minutes and go, freak, I need a new gasket. Okay, so the time wasn't that it was a lot longer. But it took two days because I needed a freaking gasket. You knew that you might need a gasket. I guess I I had an inkling. Okay, so how much is the gasket? Eight bucks. Eight bucks. It was pretty affordable. Yeah. I was going to check the timing based on, because I didn't, I couldn't find anybody that had the same pin issue. So I bought a valve cover gasket too. And the okay. implication that. This, sure. At some point tonight, getting need home, it anyway. I'd be up till two in the morning taking the valve cover yeah. off. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm gonna ride tomorrow. <laughs> Dang yeah. it. So yeah, I was ready to do that, but then I did enough research today and was able to find it at lunch in a bigger screen. Okay. I could find enough, go, scroll through quick enough to find. Oh, okay, five or six people have had the same problem, and it did nothing. Okay. Like they just put it back together, and they're happy as can be because now they have a manual cam chain tensioner and no noise. And, and I'm sure they're experts, and they're. They're artists. They're not experts, but if they're you, artists, here's the well, yeah. but here's the deal. If it did cause a timing problem, you'd know immediately. Okay. So, well, I'm going to know tomorrow when I come in. Uh, you are. You're going to know if I have a truck with a bike in the back of it instead of a bike. Okay. You're going to know. I, Is I that what you're going to do? A, you're going to load it? Uh, I'm going to have to leave it somewhere and get home. Oh, okay. So you're giving it some duration before well, you tonight notice I'll, it. No, I'll run it tonight around the neighborhood. And okay. Take it on the highway for a minute to get it up to higher revs. Make sure okay. it's still smooth. Okay. I'll check everything. And then tomorrow, it should be good to go. Okay. I, I'm looking forward to hearing about this. I'm not too I'm concerned. in a similar debate. I, I I wouldn't say it's a debate. I hadn't even considered worrying about it with the KLR as I'm ordering parts. Okay. There's I've something about them. setting timing, especially on a triple or like a small, high-tuned, high-compression quad. Right? You're looking at a four-cylinder R1. Yeah. And just the compression's so high that that is just in a friggin' knot at all times. Okay. Right? That thing is like pissed off and stressed and flexed and ready to go at all times. Bodybuilder. And so, I mean, not, but it's like lean. It's this lean, you know what I mean? But it is just always in a stress mode. Like it is ready to just rip up to 16,000 RPM. Yeah. Needs counseling. And to do that, it's, you know, it's compact <laughs> and it's stressed and redoing the timing one tooth when you're that stressed and running that much compression on a small engine. One tooth is enough to collide a piston. Yeah, I just you know you. That's why do I it suggested right. having markings on your. No, all those markings exist. So there's the lower lower crank. Okay. You put that at top dead center, and then you can align the two cams at top. Truth be told, so to do a valve job, you actually have to remove the cam chain. Okay. To to replace the valve shims and do the yeah, valve I job. I can understand that. Yeah, that makes sense. The scrambler was nice because it was a secondary wheel that just clocked into those. Oh. The cam chain hit two, two uh, cogs? Gears. gears. Yeah, two cogs, two gears. And then the actual cam sat on those gears on an internal gear. Okay. And so you just removed that and put it in the same spot and bolted it down. It was the simplest, as it came to removing cams for valves, Yeah. simplest job ever. So you couldn't see the timing marks on the top end, though. Based so on this, on... I couldn't until I, I would have to remove everything okay. above the engine. Okay. Which is a three, four hour job. Right. And I just, 
you know you don't have any interference, worst case probably in, yeah. in this regard, assuming that you have the camera chain tensioner adjusted properly, is that it's not going to run right. But you're not going to interfere, Correct. you're not going to have any collisions. There was not enough room for that, and that's what I've confirmed, but I hadn't been able to confirm that, so I was fully prepared to stay up late tonight and do it. Yeah. But I've now confirmed that that's not an issue. That's not what's going to happen. Okay. We're going to be okay. Okay. So, worst case scenario is it'll run off, or probably the most likely scenario is it's a little loose or a little tight. I think it's going to be just fine. And when I say a little, I think you're overstressing, and it's good to double check. It's the first time I've done it. Be confident next time in your work, quick and easy, and take the extra time needed to make sure that it's done right. I agree, and that's kind of where I took a break. Got the gasket, calmed down, did a little more research, yep. watched, there's a guy that did an R1 with the same cam chain tensioner, different engine, different setup, but the, the walkthrough and the video he did is very exceptional. Okay. Um, in fact, I can post the link to it yeah, up on it. Patreon, Yeah. Uh, so you guys can just see a general idea of what I did, but really good video. I kind of watched that and thought, you know, this is, this is pretty good. Yeah. Like, I, I've done it all right. It was one of those, I was already 80% of the way through just waiting for a gasket, right? Yeah. But I, watching that, I thought, you know, I'll, I'll readjust. Now I'm watching him do the finger tight game, the art of it. So you, 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 by watching him, you know how much force he was applying. I could tell that almost how not. much torque. I put. I was doing finger tight in my world, probably giving it too much torque. Right, which is where I'm at. And so I backed it all off and started over to where I could barely feel it kiss. Turn it barely. Okay. Oh, after about three tiny rotations, or maybe half a turn further. Yeah. Back it off a quarter turn. That's exactly what I just saw him do. I'm confident. I've heard him fire it up before and after. I'm confident that's the solution. Just like you're uh, picking a combo. I'm lock. happy. Yeah. Yeah. Very much like just a finesse to it. Yes. So I'm happy with it. It was a bit of a job. That's all I want to talk about today. That's all I got to say about that. Oh, man. So many Gump references today. Only <laughs> once in this video. Though. Okay. I'll say I it's a know. video now, right? You yeah. Recorded. Yeah. This is all. Hey, guys. Hi. Anyway. <laughs> I hope everybody's having an awesome week. I hope you're not having the same stress I do. And yeah. uh, don't worry. Tomorrow I'll be riding with you. Okay. I'm back on the road. I'm not worried about it. Okay. I'm slightly worried, but I'll solve those worries tonight, one way or the other. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, be back on the road. Otherwise, check us out on Facebook, Slacker Moto, Slacker Moto Radio, Instagram at Slacker Moto. You can always check out our Patreon page. You've heard us say it before, and we'll say it again. Help us keep the lights on, guys. We really appreciate all the support we get. Um, Thank you to all of our patrons. Thank you to all of our listeners. Um, Stoked you guys have stuck with us. We've got a ton of downloads. More than a ton. We're one year in. Uh, We are, yeah, right out of year in. Yeah. We've got one Might have been an episode last week, maybe? Yeah, one or two weeks will be the official paid start where we now get to go broke for another year. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So thanks to the Patreon. <laughs> if, yeah, thanks to the Patreons. If you uh, if you can, please do, even for a dollar a month. Otherwise, uh, we are also looking for some other options to help keep the lights yeah. on. So yeah. If you want to sponsor us, us call. your name on here, that's another way that you could uh, contact us via email and we'll get that started. And Discuss uh, what that would mean. Yep. Appreciate it. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll be back with you next week, and we've got a few things coming up in the next few weeks. As the weather gets better, we've made a few connections in the area yeah. that uh, will be a lot more of what we were hoping this would turn into from time to time. Yep. So keep uh, keep your ears peeled. I say eyes peeled, that doesn't work. So keep your ears peeled, although those ones will probably have some form of video associated. 
Oh, yeah. Because that makes way more sense with what we're looking at. Yes. Uh, nonetheless, thanks, guys. Have a great week. Till next time. Right on. Mm-hmm.